casual anime podcast for the 23rd of May 2018. I'm your usual host, Frederick, and joining me, as he always does, is Kashmir. Hello, hello, hello. And everything seems to be working this time. Excellent. Okay, uh, we're going to talk about Redline, uh, the Madhouse film, seven years in the making, maybe the most ambitious film I've ever seen. About like ten thousand, no, a hundred thousand different sketches, and then it fails at the box office. <laughs> so, if you saw this back in two thousand and nine, uh, would you have been sorely disappointed? No, uh, it's the perfect kind of movie for me. Uh, it builds up the adrenaline, and uh, yeah, there's not too much story-driven uh, plot to follow. Yeah, it definitely isn't, and I'm going to bring that up later too. And I don't know where this failed, but it was probably the fact that they spent way too much money and then they probably didn't market it very well, I would guess. Yeah, That's because I, you, have, you have tried to get me to watch it a couple of times, and uh, I have just uh, brushed you off. Uh, but uh, this time we uh, we went with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, Redline is uh, this uh, once every five years uh, anything goes kind of race. It's uh, the biggest thing in the universe, basically. And uh, we jump into the story with our main character, this Elvis-type looking guy uh, called JP, and he's racing in the Redline qualifier, which is the yellow line. And uh, just as he's about to win, his car blows up, because his mechanic has rigged his car with explosives. So uh, he and the mob can fix the outcome and gamble. So, uh, that is basically uh, the start. Um, he ends up not winning. Uh, this other character, that's going to be important later, ends up winning. Uh, Son of Shea McLaren, and... Um, it turns out the planet where uh, the, the next red line race is going to be hosted is so unhospitable and so dangerous that several racers has withdrawn. So that leaves room for the loser JP to actually be able to compete because he basically just failed at the finish line. So uh, the fans want wants him there. So uh, even though he lost, he's going to red line. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it basically it's a very simple plot, uh, but then I remember that there are films like this, like uh, Fast and Furious and Need for Speed, and their plots are even more stupid. So I don't think I'm gonna <laughs> be very down on this film because it has a weak plot. You have some interesting subplots. Yeah, but I don't think they are very well developed, though. Um, no, no. So, I mean, I'm not going to criticize the plot that much. I guess my main source of criticism is, uh, or one of them, is that the villain is extremely weak. At least in uh, my opinion. Um, the Robo-World guys. Yes. Yeah. Because he's not in control. He just screeches at his lieutenants to stop the race, and... They try their best to stop the race, but they can't really stop the race. <laughs> yeah, but then again, they have to be uh, modest for uh, not to break out in 
in war with the 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 planet thing. Oh. Yeah, it's a demilitarized zone, but uh, it's kind yeah. of like uh, he's going to go to quite a length to stop this, and he fails every time, and he basically does it nothing. He just tells people to do things. Yeah, it doesn't work out. He's not like a, he's not like a villain that sits on his throne stroking a cat. He's kind of like pacing around, panicking, and <laughs> not really knowing what's going to happen. So he's basically boring. Uh, and there's also these little details that don't add up. I mean, why, why is there suddenly a workers' revolt? Or I get why there's a workers' revolt, or why there would be a workers' revolt in a country like this with a dictator. But who are these people and where did they come from? Yeah. And what do <clears throat> they really want? And what the fuck is Steam Lights? I mean, there's so many things that aren't really explained and that kind of detracts yeah but I don't I don't think uh, I don't think you should pay so much attention to the deep details no but these details details aren't even deep these are more one of the more important yeah. both of them are important for the plot or are vital for, for the story to even have happened the way it happens so But anyway, uh, <laughs> we should probably continue with the story. Because yeah. we, we did mention Sonoshi, and uh, JP ends up stalking her and charming the hell out of her. And if he hadn't been so gorgeous as he is, he would have been a fedora tipper, and very creepy indeed, I think. Yeah. <laughs> or what's well, your opinion uh, on uh, JP's uh, game, I guess? Classic boy. Classic bad boy and uh, trying to win back the childhood uh, friend uh, that he once loved or had his eyes on. Yeah, it's, it's not so uh, much to him as you would uh, expect from a main character. There's basically nothing to him. Um, he walks on air and uh, it's just as bland as uh, Ichigo. As Ichigo, well, yes. And no goal, really. Because he is also inspired by uh, this one person that said this one thing this one time. Yeah. Kind of like every single character in Darling in the Franks, so. <laughs> but uh, on the other hand, Machine Head's intro is fucking lit. Yeah. I mean, the music and the way he's portrayed walking through the door. You only just see his torso because he's way too tall, and then he bends down and he comes through the door. He's just standing there, this ominous figure. And I think it's obviously him that Sonoshi was uh, planning to meet. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there are no, no one else, so... If but you I didn't plan to meet with the robo-world guys, but uh, no. No, I don't think so. Um, but they show up too, I guess. And uh, But not for the reasons you would initially think. Uh, they came to take back uh, one of their uh, captains who has uh, snuck off to uh, settle a score with uh, one of the racers. Yeah, his uh, best friend or former friend. Yeah, a strange left friend, the army. I guess. Yeah. They went their separate ways. One 
went into like racing slash crime and the other is still in the army and they're both still passionate about racing that much is obvious but uh, it's a conflict of interest of course yeah <clears throat> and do you think uh some of she's uh, last name is a tribute to McLaren racing. Uh, it's probably is, or it's probably just thought it was cool because I don't know. I think uh, I think JP is a tribute to a slick American. Yeah, and even drives a Pontiac Trans Am, or it's not a Pontiac in this show, but it looks like a Pontiac, I guess. It's probably based on a Pontiac too, so... He's the classic American uh, greasy-haired uh, leather jackets. Gorgeous yeah, I don't guy. know what you call them. <laughs> yeah, probably just bad boy. I don't know. No, I, I think they have a special name for them, but... Uh... Elvis yeah. impersonators? No. Danny Resets, maybe. Yeah. He does look like Danny Suko from uh, Greece. Yeah. So, along with the plot. Uh... No, but do you think this country is an analogy for something? Or this dictator is an analogy for something? Who do you think this uh, robo world <laughs> is based on? Because I can only think of one person. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's it's standing still. Uh, it's no, probably it's, some. Uh... It's probably Kim Jong Un's uh, dead father. Uh, Kim Jong Il, I guess. Because he had l this uh, spat with the United U uh, Nations, where like, yeah, I swear I don't have weapons of mass destruction. I don't have. And he was hiding those things, and it's like a closed off. Uh, that's at least what uh, this reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, I bet there's I don't know probably... where, where uh, dissatisfied worker unions comes in, but he does have bioweapons hidden, so at least that part yeah. of it. That, that was kind of weird. Uh... Yeah, so um, as there is so much riding on this race, um, uh, professionals have been hired to basically take out RoboWorld's defensive defensive capabilities so the race can actually take place because uh, the dictator, which I totally forgot what his name was, um, has sworn that he's going to shoot down all of the racers. And that's of course he epically, epically fails doing because uh, the redline organizers are always two steps ahead of them. And uh, the two contractors are, uh, they are racers too. Yeah. And we do get um, an introduction of all of the racers. Uh, though I don't think you actually learn a lot. Or you think, you think that this is going to uh, be relevant for the race, but not a lot of uh, the, those brief interviews with all of the racers are relevant for what's going to happen. No. Uh, but what uh, Sonoshi does learn is that uh, JP was uh, a match fixer, or uh, 
he rigged the outcome of a race. He threw a race earlier. And that... She doesn't uh, immediately uh, say that she hates him or anything and never wants to talk to him again, but she's kind of like uh, colder she's now. She's getting cold, yeah. <clears throat> and it's pretty obvious it, to, bothering her. It's pretty obvious why this that is. Um, you broke off. Yeah, it's kind of obvious it's bothering her. Um, and when, when you see in the flashback scene, when he remembers that she was around in his childhood, she was so passionate about winning and uh, racing. And yeah, it kind of emitted over to them. And she is thinking back to uh, the yellow line results where she won, and now she's thinking... Well, uh, it was oddly convenient that he happened to blow up right on the finish line, so maybe I didn't actually win that race, maybe he threw that race. And that's probably what's bothering her the most right now. Yeah. Uh, but do you think um, JP always knows that, uh, that um, his mechanic has rigged his car? Uh, it's kind of... the way he talks, I don't think he actually knows. He seems stupid about it, at least. Yeah, because he knows they're in debt. And he also goes to prison once for uh, his mechanic to cover for him. So he knows they're in on it together, but when he gets in the car, he kind of forgets all of that. Yeah. And just focuses and it... on winning. And I don't think and in he this actually last realizes... Race, he, uh... In his last race, he, uh, he kind of brushes it all off. You don't want to hear her talk about how they're going to play it out. Yeah, but uh, I think that was true for uh, the yellow line, too, because he says, like, when I'm behind the wheel, I'm in charge. Yeah. Implying that he doesn't know that there's explosives in his car. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, these races, uh, do they sit right with you visually? Yeah, there's so much to uh, to look at and, and something always moves and, well, yeah, all the budget the problem, has come into So something always moves. Yeah. There's so much screen shake and there's so much visually popping up on screen. I mean, there's two people having a conversation, and that's supposed to be important, right? And in the background, there's an equally colorful guy doing something, doing some gesture at the same time. So, like, where are you supposed to look? <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all. I mean, good filmmaking is supposed to guide your eyes to the important parts, but... I think that is uh, one of these this movie's uh, weaker points. Kind of weak directing, I guess. Or, uh, but I think it was his first uh, film. Um, what was his name? Uh, <laughs> You're trying to get me to say it. Takeshi Koike, I think. Yeah. Probably butchered that, but whatever. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think well, it's just, to be accepted. <laughs> yeah. I think they just gave themselves way too much work. 
Yeah, and they spent seven years on it. Yeah, uh, I they mean, could have at least tried to um, to make the story interesting or the plots interesting. You know, uh, when he won the the race, uh, the last race or the final race, it was kind of kind of cool though. Jesus Christ, they're racing outside my apartment. <laughs> oh, it's Petr Nutuk. Oh yeah, he's probably crashed yeah. in a ditch somewhere. No, but I was saying, uh, uh, it has some cool points, but the character development kind of is non-existent. Yeah, but I don't know but... if it needs to be, because most of the characters are caricatures, right? They're yeah. so over the top. It's like these big breasted, uh, scantily clad uh, fairy, uh, fairy racers, and then, then there's these more grimy criminal uh, underground tunnelers, and, and this this one guy who's gonna sacrifice and everything to win, and he's basically a machine. He's part of his car, and that's why uh, it's not him and his car, he is the car, and that's why he's uh, been so successful in these races, so... I kind of get why they're so, uh... non-developed, I guess. Yeah. Well, you could say this is anime's Michael Bay. Um, yeah, but I don't think Michael Bay would, uh... spend seven years on the movie just to make sure that <laughs> no, <laughs> just to give his uh, every conversation, just to show the mouths moving in every conversation. I mean, usually mouth movement consists of three states, right? You have oh. uh, the closed mouth, the open mouth, and the partially closed mouth. But here they added teeth and tongues. I mean, what a fucking nightmare that must have been. <laughs> yeah. Why did they even do that? Just to prove that. And everything were... else around that were moving. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I. I think there are too many characters to follow. At least for my taste. Yeah, and none of them are really blown away either. I mean, what happens is that the race starts and it's kind of confusing, and they're going up what looks like a dam, and then just a bunch of police racers uh, join in the chase. And I get that they are there to be blown away as as fodder, uh, so that uh, the actual characters can continue their race. But I don't know; it's kind of uneventful until they get to this like a uh, bio weapon that is not really explained and just kind of erupts and just blows everyone out of their tracks. Yeah, I think it's a screaming baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what uh. it is. <laughs> What do you think it's uh, a metaphor for? I don't know, because even the dictators decided they had to burn it with fire. Yeah. But I have, uh, now that you mention it, like a screaming baby, it was like, uh, I've seen a film with something similar. I swear I have, but I don't remember what it was right now. You don't think the Funky Boys and Akira reference? Uh, it might be. Yeah. 
might just be a Star Wars reference with that uh, that thing in the pit. Yeah. <laughs> Could I be. mean, I kind uh, of expected them to see it. Now, this is pod racing, but uh, they didn't. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, you get this kind of feel of, uh, you know, when uh, when the RoboWorld uh, gangsters or people attack. It's kind of similar to, to the pod racing bit in uh, Star Wars Phantom Menace. And I'm not one of those that hate Phantom Menace. I, uh, I enjoyed it for its time. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. It's so long ago. I like Darth Maul. I like that fight. But apart from that, I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah, but then again, they just take one guy make him the coolest character ever and put him in one movie and kill him off. Yeah, why not? Memorable. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do you find it ironic that uh, the one who uh, plays fair is the one who throws races? Isn't there some cognitive dissonance there? Or, I mean, he's called the one that plays fair because Usually you can have weapons equipped on your uh, on your racer, and he decides no, racing is too pure. I want uh, I want <laughs> to use weapons, basically. Yeah, but <laughs> then again, you have uh, ten airships and uh, screaming baby attack and everything, and uh, they still couldn't wreck the cars. I think uh, maybe it's all of the teams were in the high. Uh, what do you call it? The race end. They had too much plot armor. <laughs> Is that what they're saying? Yeah, yeah. You could uh, yeah, not kill someone off, but you could at least uh, take them off their vehicle. Yeah, but if you had that, or I don't know, maybe he thinks that uh, having rockets on your car would slow him down or something. I don't think mm. uh, Machine Head has uh, weapons either. I didn't see them at least, um, but I'm not sure. I think um, there were different states of his machine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, hard to know. But like, despite his appearance, he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah. He seems like a pacifist. He's like, uh, oh, I wouldn't do that. That would be very bad. But he doesn't really, <laughs> like... Uh, threatens people with like unveiled threats I guess I don't know and he was so into it on the finishing stretches when uh, everyone has been knocked off uh, out of their vehicles and uh, uh, Sonoshi's uh, machine is basically busted uh, JP uh, promises to uh, sh that she can ride with him and they're gonna take the victory together and she's uh, unwilling at first, but then she asks him uh, what happened with the throne race. And he basically says that he did it for uh, for Frisbee, his mechanic. And so uh, <laughs> they join forces. Why do you think it's called Frisbee? They all have stupid names, I don't know. Yeah. It's like uh, Boy Boy and... Uh, Johnny Boya and Lynchman. Well, Lynchman is pretty cool. Yeah. It's kind of a superhero uh, type of guy. But I mean, uh, 
McLaren is called, uh, or his nickname is the Cherry Boy Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Probably because uh, people think she's like uh, this femme fatale character. But she, but she actually has no idea of her sex appeal, I think. Oh. Because she's only interested in racing. She only just has a vague understanding of the effect she has on men. So, um, maybe we should conclude the race. I mean, now is the point where the steam lights come in. And they're yeah. basically like uh, ultra-powerful nitrous uh, injectors or something. Yeah, platinum nitro. Yeah, and uh, apparently no human has ever used them before. <laughs> <laughs> that How made, cliche. That made Machine Head the perfect uh, racer because he could use it because he was a machine. So uh, he basically puts every, everything on the line and downs one of his uh, steam lights and uh, Sonoshi who also has one does the same yeah, and it's and that's like one the of... clash cliche dash for the line and yeah it's kind of cool they end how up winning but <laughs> it's like only by uh, the, the length of uh, JP's stupid hair yeah that's, that's kind of cool but you know uh it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, you you would have thought they would have put some thought in uh, how they got the platinum nitro. Well, um, the explanation uh, for Sonoshi is, is that she got it from her father. Yeah. And her father got her into racing and was a scrap dealer. So, but nothing more than that. No. We don't even and know it's... what it is exactly, or how was it made, where does it come from, and why is it so rare? Yeah. Probably mined uh, inside RoboWorld uh, State, or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we can speculate, but I don't know. But uh, one thing I didn't catch is why wouldn't RoboWorld have them race on their planet? Is it just because of the funky boy thing? Or... Yeah, I think that was the point. And yeah. they're generally very unagreeable, unagreeable people. They didn't want their uh, arsenal of secret weapons to be exposed, I think. Hmm. And I don't think they approve of racing either. And I yeah. think they did it just to... The organizers did it just to say, just a big fuck you to RoboWorld, because... Yeah, and you, you don't agree with uh, racing, but you can breathe a biological uh, baby blob uh, screaming thing. Sure. <laughs> no, but I mean racing on their turf without yeah. asking for permission. Well, I would have been pissed too if I was a madman dictator. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh, way too far. Stop them at all costs. I mean, if he doesn't stop them, how pathetically weak does he look? Yeah. They even brought in some other uh, planets' uh, attack systems and stuff. Or yeah. the, the, the Red Line uh, committee. The motherships of uh, yeah. some fairy nation with magic. 
<laughs> the uh, characters are kind of divided in uh, very kind of specific uh, uh, tropes. I don't know. <laughs> the idol uh, princess. Yeah. Um, I don't know about her um, or her two racers she sent. What do you think about um, did you like the way uh, Sonoshi and JP um, interacted in when they were racing together? Like uh, it was kind of nice. Yeah. Like when when they were struggling to hold onto the wheel, just uh, both extending their hands, so their four hands on the wheel, uh, interlocking each other, and then like (laughs) when they sped up, their heads kept kept pushing together, like uh, almost a kiss. But not quite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You don't like kisses? Yeah, 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 sure. sure. This thing ended on the kiss. I don't know how uh, they suddenly started floating, but that's uh, that's another matter. As soon as they cross yeah. the line, they're floating in the air. It's probably the plasma metro. Yeah, and everyone Plus is friends even. again. Like, uh, yeah, but I think any it's. Conflict. I think it's like in a boxing boxing match between two friends. You know, you you have your whole focus on the match, and when the match is done, you hug and you go your separate way. Yeah, I guess. And uh, because think, when uh, you when you're in the bar, there are no uh, there are, they aren't en- enemies. Only the the captain guy and Travia or something. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of them have a lot of dislike for each other, though. I mean, I think uh, Machine had appreciated uh, the length that they went to actually win this. So the four times winner consecutive uh, just had to admit that uh, he was beat this time. So yeah. So uh, we should probably talk about this. Uh, you think that Sonoshi's um, tits added or uh, removed uh, from this uh, overall experience? Were they real? No, but are they out of place or are they uh, a natural part of the story? I didn't feel like it was uh, saying so much. Um, but it was very objectified, uh, you know. Yeah. But you know, she you is have her, always uh, objectified because she has no idea that her nickname is Cherry Boy Hunter. <laughs> yeah. I who mean, would give a nickname like that? Uh, yeah. When you're alone in your house, you never walk around naked, really? Yeah. Because people do yeah. that all the time. I probably very common, so... Uh, yeah, and, I mean, uh, it's not this... totally out of place, but it was a bit surprising, actually. In this part of Norway, you could uh, run naked for a mile and no one would notice. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, well, that's why there are werewolves up there. <laughs> Winter is coming, you know. Yeah, but basically, um, 
her tits didn't really add anything, but they didn't weren't really out of place either. I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Uh, it 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 varies from person to person, I think. Well, I don't think I have uh, a lot else to add. I don't know if you have anything. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm a man of few words, so uh, I I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, I thought it was very and their fates because yeah. um, well we haven't talked about the, the scrap dealer the I think or whatever the engine yeah. guy and he's like the older father character and he's been warning um, JP about uh, frisbee all this time and he never listens <laughs> because uh, yeah. JP trusts his friends and basically, when uh, Funky Boy uh, erupts, um, uh, JP's uh, vehicle is flipped, and uh, old Papa guy sees uh, <laughs> sees underneath uh, the car that there's a bomb there, and so he is all fire and fury, uh, heads to the mafia headquarters, and uh, just gets down. Uh, uh, the Godfather, I guess. Um, it's the snooze guy. And confiscates yeah. the trigger. Yeah. And you know, I, let's uh, just say that Godfather character is totally disgusting. Holy shit. Yeah. I don't know what he does with his uh, mouth and teeth or something, but uh, yeah, weird shit. So um, we kind of get that there's a lot riding on this and that the Mafia has invested a lot of money on uh, JP not winning and uh, I don't get why Frisbee decides to um, remain on his high horse uh, at that instance because during the well, final he... race he, he refuses to throw he refuses to press that trigger and I don't know why he suddenly developed the conscience right there and then. Well, it could be probably something JP said. Like he, he wanted to win, he needed to win this badly. Or something. I can't remember his exact words, but... Uh... Yeah, perhaps, but I... It's probably because he's now, he's racing... Because he's, JP's dream has always been... Like he saw this other racer... And he looked super cool, and he had like two women sitting on the back of his car, and as he drove away into the sunset. Yeah. And now JP has the chance of the title with a beautiful uh, woman at his side, or as he explains, a goddess at his side. There's no way he's gonna lose. So I think he also remembers, harkens back to that uh, scene where Sonoshi is racing and refusing to give up, and uh, it's probably just the same. <laughs> To be totally honest. Yeah. <laughs> so where do you rate this movie? Well, it's very difficult you have to because you can't rate it like you rate something like uh, uh, like something like with ap absolutely trash animation like Kimono Friends. 
Uh oh, don't uh, don't make the Kimono Friends community come after us. No, but I like Kimono Friends, and I yeah, rate yeah. Kimono Friends higher than this. But I give this an eight out of ten, I guess. Yeah, because I'm there's the same. just enough things lacking that, but I'm very impressed at the same time. Yeah, I I could have uh, if they had a, a little less explosions. And just I mean, a there's a more world where I could of, give uh, this a 10 out of 10, but when I yeah. actually examine it, I can't give it a 10 out of 10 with good conscience. You know, if I if I come home from a party, drunk as hell, and I would want to watch an anime, I would put this on. Yeah, it's straight fire, straight action. Yeah. And holy shit, the musical contrasts in this film is on point. I mean, yeah. the start is silent. And then you hear the, or then you see the racers, and then they charge past, and then the crowd erupts, and then the music starts. And I don't know um, if it's alluding to that uh, they're breaking the sound barrier or something, so you don't hear the racers in advance. But I guess they're doing way over 300 uh, kilometers per hour, so it's not impossible. But I don't know. Yeah, probably. I don't think they're. <clears> and the, the and the intro for Machine Head. The music, he got his own intro music. Yeah. And uh, damn, that was cool. So yeah, I think I've touched on basically everything by now. Yeah. Um, great movie. Go watch it if you haven't. Uh, you probably already have, or you probably. Yeah, I don't know. Follow us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Casual Anime Podcast. Uh, next week we're uh, coming out with uh, Darling in the Franks uh, episode 19 and uh, we're doing a Hunter Hunter Greed Island special. 